0: I mean, look at Patrick Mahomes, man. Like, that guy is ridiculous. The GOAT retired. LeBron James, all time leading scorer, arguably the greatest player of all time.
1: As a fan, obviously, you don't want to lose.
0: Yeah, I don't think people really give UFC fighters a lot of credit for cutting weight and going out there to put on a fight.
1: I've been looking on Facebook and Instagram and I've been seeing a lot of pictures of this gentleman
0: Another episode of Seaman Speak Sports with a special guest today, Nate Page. Nate, thanks for coming on today.
1: Always a pleasure. I'm really excited to get started. Uh,
0: we've been in the works for, this for a while. Just, I don't, just stoked to be here and talk some football. Absolutely. So, as many of you know, I am a Dallas Cowboys fan. Uh, as <laughs> Nate laughs over there um he supports Washington uh you guys have had a, a few names over the last yeah, few years yeah if we have but no I want to I want to break the ice first what was the reason you got into supporting Washington well
1: my dad was a fan since he was a little kid when they were actually like fun to watch uh I was actually born on a on a at the time Redskins win so, feel like it was destined for me to just uh, the same day, this the day of the day I, okay. day I was born. The Washington one on against the uh, St. Louis Rams, I
0: believe. Oh, okay, yeah. Let's bring it back. That's cool. Um, yeah, and obviously, breaking news here: Commanders no longer belong to Dan Snyder. Thank I, God. I, Thank I, God. I, first, yeah, first. I mean, obviously, you've got some passion over there. I want to get your thoughts on Dan Snyder that this entire situation. <sighs> Man, I mean. He, you want to talk about how to just ruin
1: one of the, I mean, at the time, at back back when you bought the team, we were one of, like, the most historic franchise. Like, yeah. we were bigger than Dallas at that time. 1999. Yeah. We were bigger than Dallas. We had some great runs with Joe Gibbs back in the day. I mean, just the Hogs was a thing back then, still. Like, they still talk about that. Uh, and, I mean, he came in. Yeah, Grant, He's a fan, but he just didn't know how to run a team, and it just all came crashing down. Uh I don't even know how many winning it's it's hard to even keep track of the winning seasons there's just so like none right. there's like almost none I
0: think maybe four or five mm-hmm. something something around there it was over a 23 24 year span I mean he bought him in 99 20 23, 23, 23, right? 23 seasons he yeah. won. yeah yeah, yeah. 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 okay so, uh, when was the point where you started thinking to yourself what the hell is this guy doing
1: well I didn't start fully watching, and I, the day I found out about football, I fell in love with it. I just, uh, my mom had dropped me off my dad's. I walk in, he's just watching the, uh, I think a Lions Bears game, and I asked him what this was, and then that got me hooked, and I started watching uh, the uh, Redskins back in 2010. Was the first full season I watched when we had like, like Donovan McNabb that one random season, and uh, that was the Shanahan era started with uh, Mike and Kyle both there. Yeah, the the big coaching tree. Yeah that have found
0: yeah. success around the... And
1: league. Uh, I started watching then. I, I mean, I was naive. I was six. I didn't really know. I didn't know, like, all the... I mean, the past few years, how poorly the team has been done. I mean, the first two years sucked. Watching, I mean, watching Donovan McNabb and Rex Grossman throwing the ball around. I mean, those were that's where, like, I mean, it was a good time, and... Uh, then I started. Then we got to 2012 with RG3. That was a good year. I mean, it was a great season till. Year. yeah
0: Yeah, Rookie of the Year, great That's player. actually I, because remember that that season came down to the last game. Right against Dallas. It was against Dallas. I actually went to that game. Really. It was at FedEx Field, the worst field in oh. the history of America, <laughs> and that was 11 years ago. Yeah. But nonetheless, um, that 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 was a great game. I mean, seeing RG3 in action, Rookie of the Year. I mean, his potential was. You know, he he had the potential to be one of the best quarterbacks in your guys' franchise history. Hall of Famer. of Easily. Easily. But, obviously, injuries. Yeah. A lot of people compare him to Derrick Rose yeah. as the similar time period. Oh,
1: yeah. Not for sure. Guys. But, uh... Going back to the Dan Snyder thing, that's when after that season, I kind of started. Wa- I was watching ESPN more. I was kind of looking into the team more because I mean, yep. riding off a high like that, you want to like learn more and more about as much about this team as possible. Yep. And uh, I knew about the after that season the Shanahan versus Snyder kind of thing because Shanahan's one of those coaches that he wants he wants to be in control. He wants to be able to make every single decision without some owner who stepping in his way. Yeah, and- right, and I was like, okay, that's kind of weird. And as it kept going, we got into Jay Gruden era. More stuff was coming out about that. Yeah, no. More stuff was coming out, I mean, because Dan Snyder was, like, pushing this. And, like, players like like RG3 were going over coaches' heads like Shanahan and Jay Gruden. RG3 went over both their heads, went straight to Snyder because he knew Snyder loved him. And Snyder would make decisions that didn't need to be made. And this isn't even, like, and we're not even talking about the -the off-the-field stuff yet. Right. I mean, on the field, you're putting a terrible product out there. Off-the-field... It might be worse. Right. I mean, I, especially over the last few
0: years. I mean, oh, yeah, with all this information, yeah, and- it's
1: just—I mean, what are you going to do about that? And, you like, like, look at Jim. Like Jim Ursay. I mean, probably not the best person off the field, but on the field, he's put like he's put winning teams out there that go to the playoffs. Right. Not as much in the past couple seasons, years. just because of like some some like Carson Wentz and you know, all that. But he puts winning football. He has. Good coaches, good players, people that want to play for Indianapolis. And he lets the coaches do the thing. Right. And the general manager, he lets, he, lets, he just watches it over. He knows his position. Right. And Snyder didn't do any of that. He wants what he wants, and it doesn't matter. I think I even saw a uh, – some Jay Gruden came out and said, Snyder wouldn't even watch film and still make these decisions for, at the time, the Redskins. So Reds he teams.
0: wasn't even doing his homework, oh, but no. he was still inputting his opinion. No. In. Right.
1: He just wanted what he wanted. He didn't care what – how it was or whoever, how bad they played. I mean, and even, like, the signings with, like, Albert Hainsworth, one of the worst free agent signings in all of history. Uh, I mean, we we picked up, back in the day, we picked up Dion Sanders off, like, when he was, I mean, on his last legs. Yeah. and didn't, I don't think, I mean, he probably played, like, what I wasn't really watching back then. But I watching Albert Hainsworth play was probably one of the most sad things I've ever seen. I, I remember the uh, Monday Night Massacre when we played uh, Philadelphia and they put up uh, fifty or something, right. something, some disgusting number points on us on on Monday night at prime time, and there's a there's one time where Albert Hansler falls on the ground and just lays there like a rag, and I'm like,
0: just pathetic. Yeah, yeah. No, I think as as fans, because obviously the Cowboys have not had any success either, but I think we 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 have pretty vivid memories of of painful events that we oh. watched. <laughs> oh yeah. Obviously, and nonetheless, we can argue back and forth, but I think we—I think we both understand where our teams stand. Right. So speaking of where they stand now, so Snyder's out. Yep. This new group, led by led by Josh Harris, uh, they paid six point zero five billion dollars. Uh, which is a record sum for a North American sports franchise. We, yep. d- we spoke earlier about the other franchises he owns, mm-hmm. uh, part-time owner in the New Jersey Devils for yep. the NHL, and then you said uh, the Philadelphia Sixers, I believe, yes. too. Uh, what are your thoughts? And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Magic Johnson is part of this group is, as well. He, he is. is. Yeah, so w- where's your head at with this? It's not a one owner no. making all the decisions. Yep. This is a group effort. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts?
1: I like that a lot more obviously with the uh, dictatorship that Dan Snyder ran it just really didn't work out well and everybody always says new is better so right now I'm just right now I'm just happy that Daniel Snyder isn't there mm-hmm. uh, looking at Josh Harris though he he's shown he can build teams he's shown that you know I mean the Sixers have had some success they haven't they haven't gone all the way yet but they have a, they have a really great built team there I mean Devils
0: well Devils had a really good season they did, they they did. I mean, you look at 2022 season compared to this year. Yeah. Dramatic change. Right. They they were the top pick in the draft and then they go to the playoffs right. second round. Yeah. No,
1: I just think uh I think he knows how to build a real team and him being from Washington, he knows the uh the history this team has had and I think every, every I think everybody that watched this team just you know, wants to see maybe a playoff win, maybe, maybe, like, not even like a, just get to the divisional round, you know, maybe in the next few years, let's just try to, like, let's try to show people that we're not, like, this, like, laughing stock of the NFL anymore. And I think he's going to be able to do that. I hope he can, I've <laughs> been praying every day for it. But, uh, I think with the, also with the help of Magic Johnson, who's who's you know he's dabbled in kind of the uh, sports world ever since he's retired, I think that'll help. And uh, I believe Joe Gibbs actually has a small part. I'm not sure if that's uh, confirmed or not, but I believe he may have a small part of it. I'm not sure completely.
0: So while, while I'm looking this up, uh, where do you think he's going to make his first move? <sighs> On the field, off the field? I think he has to go off the field.
1: I think he... He needs to reset the culture. I mean, the culture's been reset, especially on the field with Ron Rivera there, which is one of Daniel Snyder's... I mean, you got to give the guy... The one thing I could give Daniel Snyder credit for is getting coaches in the building. Because we've had... We've squandered so many opportunities to make very deep playoff runs with the coaching, coaching uh, staff we had here. I mean, Mike Shanahan. Jay Gruden was a really good offensive coordinator, and the offense was... Even though we didn't have much success, maybe mainly because of our defense in those in that era, our offense was on fire sometimes with the uh, with the team that we put out there. I mean, Pierre Garcon, Deshaun Jackson, Jordan Reed. If he could have stayed healthy, probably would have gone down. Well, it would have been the Travis Kelsey before Travis Kelsey, and he was more athletic C-3, C-3, C-3. than him. C-3. Yeah, that killed him. And even Kirk Cousins looked great. I mean, the offense was great, and but we also had Matt Lafleur, Kevin O'Connell. Kyle Shanahan, Shanahan, Sean McVay. Uh I mean, the list goes on. These are all NFL coaches now that have either been to a championship game or the Super Bowl. It's just stuff like that. Just hard hard to watch as you see your team go 3-13 and or whatever.
0: All that talent. And then on the back end, see all of them leave and find success in different places.
1: And Jay Gruden – not Jay Gruden. Getting – Daniel Sauer getting Ron Rivera in there was one of the – one of the uh, best coaching hires he's done because it changed the culture. I mean, we our defense has been so bad for so many years and bringing that guy in really helped. So i give especially,
0: him that. Especially, I think, with his battle with cancer. Oh, yeah. I think that huge. was huge. That was huge for our team. back and yeah. the recovery process and everything. Yeah. I think it
1: was massive for that team. And, they, they I mean, they rallied around him. Yeah. Uh, he's a great character guy. I mean, gets the best out of everybody, I feel. Um, but going back to it, I think off the field needs to be the first step, I think. I really think – Oh. Like I, we need to get we need to fix the field. <laughs> it's off the field, but stadium. somewhat on the. I mean, the stadium needs so much work, and I think we're gonna be able to Breaking do that. Ball. And uh, we need some. We got we on the field. I think needs to come after that. We we have some big signings. We need to get need to get done. Cam Curl is looking to get a contract, and he's not. He sat out of OTAs. He's been sitting out a little bit. I'm not sure if he's even gonna be there for training camp yet. Uh, but we really need to get him down because he's quietly become one of the. Top ten safeties in the league. He's really underrated right now, just because nobody's watching this as much. But on the our back end with Cam Curl and Derek Force back there is monumental, and
0: uh, I think we really need to
1: get a contract signed for him.
0: Joe Gibbs is part of this yes. deal as a limited, <coughs> limited right amount. with
1: and like going back to like the partnership. Joe Gibbs is one of the best NFL coaches that has ever been in the game, and he knows what he's doing. And with him in the him in the building again, it's gonna do. Massive, trying to find players, helping out Ron, of course, and I, I'm I could not be more happy having Joe Gibbs back again.
0: I think, uh, and obviously, I don't have the history and anything, but this is literally hitting the big red button, in my opinion. Yeah, you are I getting agree. rid of the top of the food chain. Yep, and I don't think this has been. I mean, it's being talked about, but yep. I I can't remember the last time an owner of this magnitude has just sold the team. And the entire fan base is just thrilled about
1: it. Oh yeah, no, I don't think this has ever happened. Besides, maybe the, there's kind of a developing kind of thing out there for uh, Oth- Oakland Athletics, kind of going through the yes, same thing. Yes,
0: yes. Uh, but but that, that's that's a different story. Oh right, I mean, they're no, they're trying to relocate out of Oakland. Right. At least Washington will stay. Now now the yeah. team name is another story. Ah. Uh. Okay. So you. you Washington Redskins. Then you go to the football team. Then you go to the Commanders. And now there are reports out there saying that there might be another team change. Yep. How do you, How do you feel about that?
1: Uh, it's really tough. It's it it's really tough as a fan to uh, go through. I mean, team name is everything. And it's I was
0: say I, it, for, it's everything. For my team, I can't. I couldn't no. go through that. No, because it's constantly you have to buy new merch yep. constantly you're just wondering is this going to be the team name yep. and then you know the football team we knew it was going to be temporary right we didn't know how long right that's just this got to be a roller coaster of emotions for you
1: Yeah. Uh, no it, it was it was a uh, it was a tough time I think uh, we kind of I think once again, Daniel Snyder squandered an opportunity to make a. I mean, Redskins was a household name, obviously. With the, I mean, the racial stuff, they had to they had to do something. We were going to lose FedEx. We were going to lose sponsors. We, and obviously, all Daniel Snyder cared about was the money. So he had to change it. I, when I first saw Commanders, I was like, well, it, Washington football team grew on me, so I assume the Commanders will grow on me. Uh, I don't mind it. I think the logo is terrible. I mean, we went from a W. To a more flashy-looking W, mm-hmm. so I don't know if we need a full t- uh, team name change. I think we really need a desperately need a uh, new logo change because I just I don't, I'm not a big fan of it. Uh,
0: what about the uniforms? I
1: actually like the uniforms. I'm a fan of them. I, I think a lot of people I mean change change especially with like a team like that with so much rich history. People aren't gonna like it at first, but it'll grow. I mean, and people now now it's been. Over a year since we had the, or it's been a little under, no, it's been under a year since uh, we got changed in uh, February. But, uh, I mean, it's just, people, it let people are like laughing at us, calling it a terrible name. But now people just saying, some people say it and don't even think about it. Others, I mean, other fans I know that are diehards are still calling them the Redskins. Eh. So I don't, I don't mind it, but if they change the name again i wouldn't be like i'm used to it now i guess right. no yeah. not, i don't think any other fan could say no, they're used at to
0: least it the the focal point will be in a positive direction yes because the entire culture needs to change oh yeah from you know every every single aspect of the team yes i think uh let's dive into the team though okay offseason is we're, we're end of july here
1: mm-hmm. going gonna, into training gonna, camp
0: Going training camp
1: so excited. Season. Oh, so excited. Season's right around the corner. Oh my God. I've been I've been saying it every day. I'm just excited for football to be back on my TV again.
0: What would you grade Washington's offseason?
1: Probably i just to see. We were really quiet. We didn't do we didn't make any flashy moves. We didn't go. I mean, we just did we, we did the things that we needed to. Yeah. We had a good draft, I think, grabbing Manuel Forbes. Not a lot of people were thinking about him saying he's too skinny, but I mean the kid's a ball hawk. He looks. I mean, watching his highlights from Mississippi State, he looks phenomenal. And uh, we also got. I can't think of his. Is Quan Quan is his first name? He goes by Quan something. Quan Jones. I can't. I can't think of the last name right now. But he. Uh, he was our second round pick. He's a dog at safety. He can play. He can play the nickel. I mean, Ron Rivera is and Marty Mayhew know how to draft. And whenever we go to draft, I always trust them. So I really like that from us. All right, we got Quan Martin. Quan Martin? Is it Quan Martin? Uh Jartavius. Jartavius Martin. Jartavius, Jartavius, Jartavius Martin. Martin. Yeah. He Jartavius, he goes I think I'm by Quan. That correct. Yeah, it's Jartavius. He goes okay. by Quan. Okay. Um parent coaching staffs loving him and Emmanuel Forbes too. Mm-hmm. We got some offensive line help this this off season. We signed uh Wiley to his contract. We really offensive line is a huge issue still.
0: And you got a Rounds three and four, you picked up O lineman.
1: Yeah, Ricky Stromberg, and then uh, another another guy, another kind of like. Uh, Braden Daniels. There you go. There you go. And then we also signed uh, Nick Gates from the Giants, who's really good. Uh, we really needed help at center. Chase Roulier was a good center, but he couldn't stay healthy. And we've lost we, the past two, three years. I think we lost him in the first three weeks of the season each time. So it was just time for a change. Right. Uh, so I, just to see, because we didn't. I mean, we didn't make any flashy moves. We. Got some help on the back end with Emmanuel Forbes, Quan Martin, some some desperately needed offensive line work, and then obviously the Jacoby Reset uh, signing to help. You know, gives gives Sam Howell someone he can tutor, like tutor Sam Howell to yeah. be a like an NFL quarterback.
0: Now those that's also swifting around who will start Week One. What's your who's your prediction? There's no question in my mind it's going to be Sam Howell. Really, no question in my mind.
1: Okay. I uh, actually went back because uh, wide receiver Deami Brown. He's a little low in the depth chart, but he. If he can get in the right spot with uh if he can get in the right spot with this offense, I think he could be a superstar. I mean he he you saw a flash of it against the Titans. He had that long ball from Carson Wentz, and then another in the same game, a 36-yarder, one-handed. I mean, he he can play. He just He's been a little bit of a baby, and but I think he can turn around this season. We just are so deep at wide receiver, Uh, but I think Sam. He was DeAndre Brown's been posting a lot of YouTube vlogs this summer. They're all him, Jahan Dotson, Terry, Sam Howell, Brian Robinson, all down in Florida this uh, past week or two, and I mean, Jacoby's out there looking like a real looking like a real leader. For this, for this offense, a great—I mean—a great backup. He's showing. He's even helping the wide receivers out, showing what they need to know. Because this is a, this is a young group. This isn't this isn't like this isn't veterans yet. Besides maybe Terry McLaurin, but he is still young. I don't think I think Terry McLaurin still has two three years to. He's going to progress even more.
0: I, I I do think with Washington, that's probably the strongest position group you have is receivers.
1: And it's and people are still saying it's the defensive line,
0: but I I think it's I think well, it's a toss I think, up. I think. <sighs> I want to get into this after, you know, what I say yeah. here. But I think that the defensive line is just the, the injury prone. I think it's just injuries kill. And 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 for good reason, yeah. right? It, defensive line is a tough position. Oh, yeah. Those guys are on three, four-point stances all the time. Mm. They're going to get cramps. They're going to get held up and yeah. stuff like that. But with the receivers, I mean, I, like I said, if you you have the right guy throwing the ball, yeah. commanding that team, yeah. Those guys can make plays. Oh, yeah. Terry McLaurin 100%. can make plays. Dog. Dotson had a phenomenal year last year. Dog. And they've got good guys. But like you said, the, the rest of that team, that depth chart, they've got guys they can look up to and say, hey, if I ever need help. And, and I, I, I it pains me to say this, but I do like the style of that wide receiver group. Yeah. I think they are. They got some swag. They, they got some none swag. None of them are, you know, we're not talking Megatron. Yeah. We're not talking Tyreek Hill. We're kind of just talking right in the middle. Yeah. And these are these are you know middle tier guys. They just they're athletic.
1: They're fast,
0: and I mean
1: they'll get behind your defense if you let them. I mean they're, mm-hmm. they're they are some some of the best wide receiver groups I've seen since the Pierre Garcon, Deshaun Jackson days. I mean for Washington. Yes, they have. I mean Jahan Dotson. If he doesn't get hurt, Jahan Dotson wins rookie rookie uh, offensive player of the year. Without without it without
0: it Garrett Wilson and uh, Chris Olave. There's no
1: doubt in my mind he wins that. Mm -hmm. I mean he was out five weeks with the hamstring. Tried to come back. He pulled it again. Had to wait a little bit. Taylor Heineke was still trying to get comfortable with him because Jahan had said Carson Wentz kind of took him under his wing, and uh, so Taylor didn't really have much many reps with Jahan when he came back because Jahan got hurt. After or before Heineke started the uh, Week 5 game against Packers. Yeah. So Jahan was still coming back. And I mean, once Taylor Heineke even said in that Giants game where we tied them, he said, you need to watch out for Jahan Dotson because he's coming. And he, I mean, he he came into that Giants game like a brand new, like it was Week 1 all over again. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the most disgusting spin moves I've ever seen in my life with the game on the line, ties it up. I mean, he's, he's going to have a major season and... I don't think anyone's really looking at him like he is.
0: How much does it depend on Sam Howell for him to have that season, though?
1: It's pretty huge. Everything's everything's on Sam Howell, and I think he's taking it well. We're gonna have to see uh, once uh, the regular season rolls around. It's, I mean, everything's on Sam Howell, and I think he knows. I hope he knows because we're putting a lot into this group. I mean, he's you got a brand new ownership group who. Maybe after one season, they're like, "We don't like this, and we wanna we want new changes. We want we don't want uh, Ron Rivera any, here anymore. We don't want Sam Howell starting. You know, we're gonna go maybe trade up and get Caleb Williams in the draft." Yeah,
0: that's that's what I was gonna ask you about next. Yeah.
1: Cause... So there's a lot riding on Sam Howell for the success of all these guys, and he was fine in Jahan in that Cowboys game. He was finding him a lot, and I it was only one game, but I don't think I've ever been this confident in a quarterback since Kirk Cousins. Right. RG three.
0: That, well, I mean that's interesting because you got on the list, and they've had so many different quarterbacks. And I know you, I know you were huge on Heineke, yeah. And, huge I, and I don't, I'm, I'm sure that pains you that his success didn't.
1: No, it's didn't I
0: amount to much. No. Uh, besides the his, his his efforts against Tom Brady in that Red. wild card game, but yeah. other than that, it's it's just every year it's Heineke or it's Wentz, and now we got Sam Howell, and it's like Sam Howell has played one game in the National Football League, right? And although he looked good, it was in week 18. Yeah. And look, I'm I'm not making. Any sp- <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, no, no, no. Here we go. No, he 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 did. He definitely did his best to the Cowboys. But it's one game, though. I agree. And it's also the circumstances are going to be different week one. Mm-hmm. So I, I've talked to other Washington fans that some of them are willing to tank for Caleb Williams. I, are you? Because I mean, I you I. Understand, you're sold on Sam Howell. I think he's going to be a good prospect. I think that a lot needs to happen yeah. for him to be good in place. Right. But
1: I think Eric Bieniemy came in here and he said, there, you know, "There's sometimes coaches that bring in and the owner wants them to work with this quarterback first before they try to make a move away." Eric Bieniemy came in here saying he's watched Howell. He watched him during the draft draft process when he was in Kansas City, and he really likes him. Mm-hmm. I think Eric Bieniemy, if he is as as good as the Chiefs' offense was, you can't you can't be like more optimistic than that. I mean, they, they coming off a Super Bowl victory, and you're coming straight to Washington, somewhere where nope. I didn't I didn't know who we were gonna get at offensive coordinator. I was just so happy Scott Turner was gone, but I had no idea who we were gonna get. And Eric it was I mean once again another. Th- I think I don't know if it was Ron Rivera or Snyder who brought him in, but once whoever again, did. whoever did. I mean, if it was Snyder again, like I said. Co- bringing coaches was the best thing he could do, and getting the best offensive coordinator out of that group, that last offseason, huge. Uh, like I said, I'm so love Taylor Heineke. He he may have not shown that he was a good quarterback, but he was he was the match that kept this offense going. Mm-hmm. He kept he kept the heat on them, and they they, they, they rallied around him. And but I feel Sam can do the same thing. I think he's a more quiet leader, but I think he's going to be able to get it done. All right. And I don't want to tank for Caleb Williams. I don't want to tank. I hate tanking. I hate losing. But if this doesn't work out and we got to put Jacoby Brissett in and try win some games, and it's not working out. Then I think we got to need to let off the gas at some point. Maybe around like the three quarter mark. Maybe a little bit before that. If it's no, that we're around bad. Thanksgiving. Maybe a little bit after that. About we got to beat Dallas on Thanksgiving okay. first. Uh, we'll see
0: <laughs> happens. But, I mean, I, no, I think it's interesting. You said you'd give yourself a C. Was that just on the field move? That's on the field. Okay. Off the field, it's an A+. I was going to say, Off I mean, the field, it's an a+. You, you got rid of Snyder. Yep. You you, can, you got a great offensive coordinator. Yeah. Ron Rivera seems pretty happy of the situation. He's oh, of in. course. So, I think... And like I said, as a Cowboys fan, that would be my dream. Yeah. Getting rid of my owner and I'm getting a new uh, offensive coordinator. Uh, yeah. That is a dream come true. What do you mean? Me. I would love to have Mike McCartney call my place. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Topic for another time.
1: No, right. The coaching stuff, huge. I was more, I was more looking at like the uh, player's perspective. But I mean, getting Dan's out of the building takes. 500 pounds off everybody's shoulders because I, I mean, interviews are still asking the players, trying to get anything out of them, and they're not answering. They'd have to deal with all this off the field stuff, and I know they're tired of it. And you, you can see, Washington's been posting the commanders have on, they've been posting and posting and posting all about. I mean, the players just look happy. Everybody, I mean, every, everybody in that building has like a big S- smile. Sigh of relief. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think getting rid of Dan Snyder, A, Eric Enemy, A. plus but there's still we still got to win football games.
0: So got to win football. Vision, and I think that'll lead us into uh,
1: toughest toughest game. in the so so we're, the game NFL. we're gonna
0: we're gonna do a little comparison. Okay. Um, we're gonna start with Washington, but we're all, we're we're just gonna go back and forth. All right. I'll say Washington's week one, and then we'll go to the Cowboys and kind of just see. Okay. Um, so you guys start out at home against Arizona. Arizona, I I, I don't want to talk about them. <laughs> I think I, I was saying this last night. I. Four wins, I think, is their not their ceiling, but I think that's their. I think that's their line. No, I, is four wins, it's, uh, yeah. I, if you look at their schedule, they've got a tough schedule. Yeah, they play in a pretty tough division. Oh yeah, and they 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 just lost DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, nothing is going. It's right. not like he was utilized anyway. And right. It, so. And Kyler Murray, I don't think is good. He's, I, well, I, I, I don't. When you're looking at
1: week one. It's a really nice game for Sam Howe to start off with if he, if and he you gets You guys start, are at home. Yeah, at home fans are going to be ecstatic, and uh, it's a great game for Sam Howe. I mean, this Arizona team sucks. Let's 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 be honest. It they, sucks. They
0: they are prob- probably going to get kale bullying. I mean, next and year. I
1: mean, yeah, and I. Kyler Murray's not even going to be starting week one. He's still got he's still injured. Uh, their coach just looks like a puppet. Uh, he just they looks like an NPC. A, it just their team. Jonathan just Austin Gannon. Yeah, yeah. This team just is not ready
0: to win. And and I've talked literally on this podcast to, you know, Philadelphia Eagles fans and they, they didn't even like Jonathan Gates. Right. They didn't like him. Right. And Philly had a good defense Oh yeah. There. So yeah, I, I think I think that's a win Easy win.
1: I think it's an easy win. If we if we don't Washington it Washington it, that's what I normally right. say. Because we just we, we find ways to lose no matter what. But that was under Dan Snyder, so we're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna have I'm gonna try and have a more positive, you know.
0: Positive outlook. Yeah. Have a more positive outlook. Cowboys, just like every other year, start out <laughs> uh Sunday night football oh. against the New York Giants. It, it, it's the same every year for me it's yeah. like I always gotta wait you gotta wait the last game and then everybody's, everybody's everybody's laughing done. at you right but <laughs> uh, Giants man they just had some big signings just so signed Cole Beasley yep signed uh, James Robinson yep because Saquon may not play no it's still in question which is huge that's huge for Cowboys uh, it's, it's at the Giants Darren Waller I, th- I think we're going to win this game right. simply because of the Saquon situation. Yeah. I think every time we play the Giants, Saquon's the only difference maker in the game. Yeah. And if he's not going to be there, I don't see us losing this game.
1: I agree. I think it's, I could, it could be a toss-up. I mean, week one, you're not really wanting to show everything yet. You don't want to get, you know, you don't want to show that team that's going to be late in the season trying to get into the playoffs. I think Dallas can take this one. I, th- I feel like it will be close just because it's a division game. Those are always crazy. Yeah. Uh, But I don't know. I agree. Saquon's a huge difference maker. I mean, Daniel Jones. The only time he plays good is against Washington. So I think you. I mean, they still. Cole Beasley isn't going to change that wide receiver group that much. I mean, you've got some. I. I feel like I can't even name maybe more than two wide two wide receivers on that team. I mean, Darren Waller. Can he stay healthy? Can he be that difference maker that Daniel Jones needs? Maybe. But I think Dallas' defense overwhelms them and probably sneaks out with a nice win to start off the season.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll 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 quickly run through kind of just these next few games in okay. September. Uh, week two for Washington at Denver, Buffalo at home at Philly. That's a... Uh, that's a pretty fun one. Yeah, that, that, I think that's a tough September. Oh, yeah. I think the first two weeks... De- I, I'm not sold on Denver. I don't Neither think it's going to be worse than last year because... With Sean Payton, that's almost impossible. Right. They they did get Sean Payton, but how do you lose? I mean, they won what five games? How do you how do you not live up to those expectations? Yeah. No, that was. It's. I think.
1: I think we can sneak out of there with one. It's, it just sucks. We got to play them in Denver. I don't like. Yeah, I don't. I don't like. High. I don't like playing in Denver at all. But I think we could sneak one out. It's still Going to be warm though. Yeah. Still It'll warm. still be warm, but eh, altitude's going to mess with them. I think that's a good test for Sam Howe to start off the season. If he can sneak out of there with a yeah,
0: win, with those two that's going to gonna be huge for his confidence. But then the next two. I mean, you're you're at home against Buffalo, and then you're at Philly. Yeah. I mean, that is a tough way to end. I think we. Four weeks I think season. Knowing my team, I feel we probably get. We probably. Uh,
1: lose to there, I think. Our best case scenario, we go three and one in that in September with a uh, only loss to Philadelphia. This you, Buffalo Bills team, be, uh, Buffalo. I think we could beat Buffalo.
0: Honestly, I, I, I don't think Buffalo is going to be as good as they have been in recent years. I I, mean, I, I don't know what it is, but I have a some feeling that they're in a much more difficult uh, division. Everybody in their division. Outside of New England. I mean, New England made some moves. Bill Belichick. You can't count him out. Not as much as the Jets and Dolphins. Right. I think they're playing a tough division. Josh Allen, as much as I love him, it seems like he just can't get over the hump. Yep. So... I'm not gonna say who I think is gonna win that game, but Buffalo. I think it's I
1: think Washington can sneak out with one. More than likely, Buffalo takes it. This I mean, this offense has just I feel like it last season kind of fell off a cliff. I think they missed their Super Bowl picture. I really think they did. Uh-huh. With Ken Ken Dorsey needs to figure it out, or I mean, he's just going deep. He's not utilizing it. They have no run game outside of they Josh Allen.
0: Rely on that arm of Josh Allen. Yeah,
1: and it that's way too much. I mean and that's 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 good that you have a quarterback that you can do that with but at some point you got to run the ball and you got to run it well and keep the and keep the heat off Josh I Allen was, they don't have a running back oh man. no i i, I don't it's i mean last far, time it, they had a good running back was like LaShawn McCoy back right, in 20 it, it 2015 it pains me to watch
0: Devin Singletary uh, yeah i mean he he makes moves but it's just no, they, just, they don't have a run. I think we could sneak. I could see if we can if we can hold
1: Josh Allen at bay. He doesn't. He doesn't have to be. I mean, he can. He can throw two touchdowns. So we could win that game if our offense can live up to the uh, standards that Eric Bianami's trying to set for them.
0: Thoughts on Philly heading the next? Ah, oh, I, I think they. I think. I think they did get better, which is. It's, it's hard. just irri- it's, hard it's
1: to just believe. irritate It's just irritating. Yeah. And they are. I mean, they they look like they're gonna. They're like the big bully in the NFL right now. They look like they're gonna grab you beat you up and take you lunch money. Mm. And it's I cannot believe we beat them last year. Somehow we pulled it off. uh, but they what we literally showed everybody how to beat them and then this offseason they win fixed it. Right. So can you run against them still? I don't know. Did lose their
0: defense coordinator, but they got better
1: on defense. I don't think that I don't think I mean the personnel there just outweighs like I feel like there's I feel like there's there's always those teams where like you could, I could probably coach that defense and go get a head coach and job the next right. year. I mean, they, that defense is I
0: think, disgusting. I think the scariest part is Jalen Hurts is only going to be, get better. I think he is a real I, – I think he's going to win MVP this year. He,
1: he, I mean, he might be the best quarterback in the NFC.
0: I don't think that's much of a discussion right now. I don't j- – just because the NFC does not have a lot of great quarterbacks. I mean, there, there's that sub – Category of okay quarterbacks:
1: Cousins, Zach.
0: Right, like, but there, but that's, you, you but you Jalen Hurts is a step up. Jalen Hurts is way above all of them. I mean, Nick Sirianni, I hate
1: him, but he came in here and. Yeah, uh, I I do hate that guy. I, I hate him. I hate him. He's I hate how he coaches. I, He's too I, cocky. The look and the attitude. Yeah, pisses me off. Yeah. but I don't know. He yeah. came in here and showed that Jalen Hurts can be a pocket yeah, passer. He, and he, he can. He can. He can spin that ball. Right, and he did it all last season. And uh, there are still some doubters out there. There are. I was a doubter last year, and then I watched him just tear apart the NFL the entire season yeah. and said, yep,
0: however, I was wrong. However, last year, their schedule was much easier oh, yeah. than it is this year, so I, I think this is going to be a big test. Yeah. The only thing me and you have going is that it's been 20-plus years since anybody <laughs> in the NFC East has won the division in consecutive years, right. so that's the only thing I'm riding on. Yeah. We got the numbers on us. We, right. uh, we got the history on our right. side. Right, which you know, doesn't really help, in my case or yours. No. No. Uh, then you know Chicago, Atlanta, the Giants, Eagles again, Patriots, Seattle. I mean, it it is a tougher schedule. The first the first but I think month, you guys have
1: a lot of winnable games. Oh my gosh, yes! It's there's going to be a lot of games that you're going to have to like. They're going to have There's going to be a lot of late finishes. It's going to be right. some tough games. If we can get out of the first month of September two and two, huge we come b- we get back home from the Philadelphia game even if we lose we're on Thursday night football against the bears i mean the bears we're going to have to see they seem like they're getting better they got i mean they got some help with the wide receiver position
0: hey i will say that is a division that they if there's any division that's something they can do they i, I, I the nfc north only got worse besides the lions besides detroit i mean the bears could they gone it yeah. aaron rodgers is gone yeah Bears, really, this is going to be a year that they can step up. If,
1: yeah, if Jordan Love doesn't really live to expectations, I mean, that division's wide open right, right. now for me. Right. I think Lions are, lines are kind of where I think could take it easy. I think they have the best chance to take it right now. But, but they are Detroit. They are, they are Detroit. So you never really know. I think, But I think they're going in the right direction.
0: Yeah, I think October – outside of the Eagles again. But the good news is, after the first eight weeks, you guys are done with, with the Eagles. Uh,
1: that That's that's just beautiful
0: right. to hear. Yeah, I mean... We've had some
1: seasons where we're still playing division opponents late into the year, like last year we were, and I hate it. I hate it so much. It just... And the way they scheduled us last year, we had an easy schedule, but playing the Giants back-to-back with just a bye-in-between, I don't like that. I, I think...
0: Late in the year, ish, division rival. And,
1: and there's a lot riding on both those games. I think... I honestly think the Giants maybe wanted a little bit more than us, and they and they got a speed. Even though that call at the end of that game on uh, Sunday Night Football was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh,
0: but we said, I know you, I know you, you still don't like that official from that game. Oh no, not at all. Well, walk me through that uh that entire sequence. Well, we obviously
1: get down there with, I mean Taylor Heineke had like. Like you, you, I think there's a stat out there about the uh, past two years, the amount of comeback wins. I think Taylor Heineke's up there with like Patrick Mahomes and them. That's why I love him. So much. I mean, he always he wants to win, and that's all he cares about, and that's what I love. I love someone that wants to like all like they just want to win, and they have that dog in them. They they even though he'll throw he'll throw he'll make a terrible throw, and I'm like I I don't understand what where he's looking for there, but he always wants to win. And once again, it feels like deja vu. He's leading a he's leading a fourth late fourth quarter drive down at the ten. He could have honestly the play before that when he scrambled out. It's like an eighteen yard run. He could have gone in the end zone. I don't know what he was thinking there. That's a Taylor Heineke thing. You know, he's it's either it's like super high or just what the hell are you doing? Right and. uh so we get down to two obviously we have brian robinson so it's like it's a no-brainer just give him the give him the rock him and the rock give him the rock and put it in that guy's been shot he's i mean he's not back. he's not scared of anything anymore so he we give him the rock and we get in and then there's a flag and it's some stupid illegal formation terry's pointing at him like making sure he's good the ref's just staying there not saying anything a whole stupid situation so that comes back and it's fourth down heineke drops back looks for curtis samuel and uh no catch. I and then you go back and watch the replay, and the dude's bear hugging him in the end zone. I mean, the refs say they want the game to end. And they want to play on and not like have it be like on the refs. But you gotta call that. You gotta call it. It's just
0: if I'm a ref, it's like, something so blatantly obvious. Oh, I mean, that, everybody just, could see no matter where you are on the field. That's
1: just. A, I mean, that was terrible officiating near the end of the game. Uh, but I can't complain about. Too, it's, it, it sucks. But we had way more chances than that. We could have still gone to the playoffs. We if we go, if we if Daniel Snyder doesn't stick his head in and starts Carson Wentz against the Browns, we're winning that game easily. There's no discussion about it. Right. If I honestly believe if Taylor Heineke comes out in the second half and starts, we easily win that game. Uh, I mean, you saw you saw the team did not like Carson Wentz. It was obvious when the next week we play Sam and I mean, the defense is electric. That the offense is making plays. It was just, it was tough to watch. It was tough to watch.
0: Right. I think down the stretch the schedule. I mean,
1: it lightens up a little bit, which is lightens like lightens up
0: for, for a small window. What, what
1: does that really mean for this this? I mean, this 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 the
0: schedule tough. I, honestly, I, if I was a Washington fan, which I never will, <laughs> I, I I would just feel kind of like refreshed. Oh, yeah. I, I would feel refreshed, and I would, I I would just have an open mind. Yeah. Uh, you, you really never know what's going to happen. No. You never know what management's going to do, ownership, how everything's going to work, what's going to go on the field, off the field. I mean, this is literally like year one for you guys. I mean, this is like, in my opinion, it's like an expansion team almost. It's like everything is in the past. Nothing else matters. And we have a lot of stuff going good for us right now. I agree. Everybody's happy. You you said earlier about everything on social media. They look better. They feel better. They're talking about it better. Yeah. Tough teams on your schedule. You've got the Cowboys twice. You've got the Eagles twice. Uh, the NFC East plays the AFC East this year. Who I think is going to be? Those are the two. Top, those are the top, top. Those are the top two, two, or two divisions. Three divisions in the NFL. We,
1: we have the top two divisions. Right, I mean, the NFC and AFC East are both. I mean, monsters.
0: Yeah. So you know, you're you're Giants. You can't sleep on them. You've no. got Dolphins. Look good. We don't know how the Jets are going to play. But regardless, I think this will be a good test for Washington I agree and I don't know I, I, I think I'm, I'm I'm excited for it yeah. I'm
1: as, excited. as a fan, I have some high hopes just because of everything that's happened. I'm like just good outlook. I have really high hopes for the season. I've gone through the schedule probably two three times. I think we could I, we got squeak some we gotta squeak some tough ones out. I think we could go ten and seven though. I think we could get a wild card spot. Maybe and you never really know with the NFC East. So you could get a. I don't think ten and seven is going to be good enough to. uh take this division though it used to back in the back of the day it used yeah, to a be a couple years ago I miss I missed those days years. when 10 and 7 you know was good enough to uh-huh. take the vision but I think we could definitely sneak into a wild card spot we got to beat we we got to beat the NFC teams that we play the easy NFC teams we need to be we can't Rams, we can't give up Cardinals. we can't get I don't want we can't sleep on the Rams though I think Matt Stafford coming back healthy yeah,
0: Cooper Cup's gonna come back Yeah, I
1: think we, you can't sleep on the Rams but you got to win you got to beat the Cardinals you got to beat the Bears you got to beat those winnable games where you, you just got to have it. There's no there's no excuse for losing those games. You have to have it. If we if we can do that, squeak out some nice games, maybe split with the Giants, split with Dallas. I think we got to – if you want to win the NFC East, though, you can't split much. You can maybe lose one game in the NFC East. Because, I mean, it, if one of us gets hot, there's no stopping it because all the teams have playoff potential. Because
0: last year, you, you look at last year, Philly started out undefeated. Yep. And f- for the Cowboys – it was like a rat race. It was like yeah. we're just playing catch-up, playing catch-up. And then it was the Giants and, and uh, Commanders were right behind Dallas. Yeah. And it was just like this horse race. We're going throughout the entire season. And then the one or two games that Philly lost, don't of matter. course, everybody else lost in the division yeah. as well. So I, I, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be interesting. A lot of good teams. But as a team in the NFC, how do you feel? Because – I don't think there's a lot of talent no. in the of the <laughs>
1: outside of our division I'm really not too worried obviously the Niners are good Seattle's making a. I mean the, Seattle's offense is explosive who would have thought Geno Smith is playing this well this late in his career so many years of being a backup yeah I think Seattle's got potential San Francisco looks good if Green Bay can get Jordan Love going, I think they could be really good. Detroit looks good, but there's no one besides like maybe the Niners that, and like outside of the NFC, it's the Niners that like really scare me. Like right. the rest of the NFC East, so you could, or the rest of the NFC, I think they're one of. I think if you play any of them, you can win those games.
0: It's a good, it's a good feeling to be in the NFC opposed to the AFC oh, just, for just sure. because of the the amount of talent that they have. Right. But at the same time, we play in. The toughest division in the NFC. Yeah. And I, I I that that's not a question. No, it's not. Not NFC at all. NFC South is oh, laughing stock.
1: I mean, the Washington went eight, eight, and one last year and they would have won that division.
0: Right. They they were We were last in ours, been, and, and been I know first. they've only they've, the seven seeds have only been around for so many years, yeah. but it, it would have been the first division to have all four teams from the same division in right. the playoffs. Carson Wentz. But I think what you I like your point about the September. I think you have to survive September. You got to
1: split. You guys, you got to go two and two at least. Because three and one would be huge. coming We know out
0: of that these NFC team NFC East teams in particular, can go on runs. Oh yeah, especially Philadelphia. Yeah. If they get hot, nothing's cooling them down until <laughs> the last game. Of the until season. Washington comes into town. <laughs> That's interesting. That's interesting, but. No, I mean I I think this is good. You've you've got a new owner. You've got mul- multiple owners. Yeah, I think you got you you've got a lot to look forward to. Right. So, um, is there anything else that I wanted to cover? Cowboys schedule, obviously, pretty similar. Um, yeah. Some you know wild card teams still play that AFC East division yep. at Buffalo at Miami. Ah. Home against Detroit. I mean, our 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 schedule is going to be determined at the end of the year, right? Because Detroit. I I don't know why people are sleeping on Detroit. I think Detroit's going to be good. Yeah. They they have they have a proven offense. Yep. Um, defense needs a lot of work,
1: though. Defense needs a lot of work. But definitely. they they were able to win all those shootout games, though. You got to give them that. If they were, they know that their defense is good enough, so they got to go out there and maybe they're they're like, hey, if we got to put up forty, we'll put up forty, and they did it multiple times last season right. and. You know, you can't sleep on that offense. With, I mean, people will look at Jared Goff and laugh, but, I mean, he was throwing the ball well last year. You got to give him some credit. And they got some sneaky good wide receivers like Amon Ron. I, I think this team could definitely win. Mm-hmm.
0: Dallas down the stretch, uh, weeks 13 on Seattle. Philadelphia at Buffalo, at Miami, home against Detroit, and at Washington.
1: Yeah, it's a brutal end.
0: That is going to be a brutal. And end. at Buffalo, at Miami is just—I mean, back. back back to
1: back is—that's um, tough. And those are two terrible places to play. Um,
0: and hell, I mean, it, it literally goes Philly, Buffalo, Miami. Yeah, that's e- that's an easy. Those are Dallas. three teams that can literally finish in the top five, right? If. Panned out that
1: way. Dallas, I mean, Dallas could easily skid there, which is tough. To, which is tough to think about because you could, you could be running good, maybe, in, maybe leading the division, but you run into Philly and then Buffalo and then Miami.
0: It's just, it's just the it's not fun. The late in the season. Oh yeah, when everybody wants when it. When everybody, every, everybody wants all eyes are on us. All and every, and everybody's looking for the playoffs, right. especially the, those three teams are all looking for playoffs. But again, the, the NFC, man. I think those wild card spots. For us, are going to be a lot more attainable than other teams. Oh, for sure. Throughout
1: the conference, I mean, the NFC South is not having. I don't think the NFC South is going to have a wild card team. NFC North, no. it's going to be too much of a toss up for the vision. I think. I, mean, uh, re- I think South and North do
0: not have a wild card. Realistically. Team. I don't know if people are sleeping on the Vikings. They do have the best receiver in football. I they think do. going they into do. this year,
1: everybody just looks at Kirk Cousins and thinks. But at the that. same
0: time, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the NFC North and the NFC South both had a winner with a losing record this year. I think the NFC South could do it.
1: I'm not sure about the NFC North. I think I don't really think that the Vikings so much just because of how hot the lines have been. I think the Vikings in that division are the most complete team right now. But I, I, I definitely agree. I, I, I want to talk about a little bit about Kirk Cousins because a lot of people hate on this guy. I've watched. He was my childhood. I watched him from when he got the When RG3 was getting injured a lot in 2014, that was the start of Jay Gruner. And then at, the next season, Kirk Cousins gets the nod and he played great. I think Kirk Cousins played really well. He wasn't he wasn't clutch, though. And he sometimes still isn't. But I want I feel like I got to ask for someone to name me a time when Kirk Cousins had a top fifteen defense. I don't think he's had the. Ba- I mean, with he's had some good defenses, For me, but that goes back to the Tony Romo argument. Right. Never had a good defense. Kirk Cousins never had a good it defense. Takes all the slander in the world. Yeah. Same with same with Kirk. I don't think he's ever, Washington never gave him a good defense. I mean, we had some pieces here and there, but we were never a complete defense. Especially in those Jay Gruden days, we were awful sometimes, and Kirk Cousins had to play catch up, and sometimes he wasn't able to do it. So, and if you put Patrick Mahomes there, I mean. Is he going to is he going to be an MVP? Is he going to go to the Super Bowl with like with the defense? I mean the Chiefs defense wasn't great, but they're they're a well they're a way well better put together group than what Kirk Cousins has had. I mean, Minnesota's lat uh, defense last season was a joke. I don't think I don't think they uh Definitely. It, it was a bad team. Sure, I mean, the they're letting sure. Yeah, oh no, 100%. Uh, I think Kevin O'Connell was mainly on the, he was Kevin O'Connell was obviously mainly on the uh, offensive side and their offense looked electric, but
0: that doesn't matter if it you doesn't give it matter. up on the other
1: Right. End. And, I mean, you're, you're giving up, like, 30 burgers to the freaking Giants. I don't think the Giants' offense is that good. I can't say much because every time they fucking play us, they J- Daniel Jones rips us to shreds for some reason. I don't know why, but he does.
0: Yeah, that That's us it's, with Saquon. It's so stupid. He'll go will rush for over 100 yards and right. two touchdowns. But it's just –
1: I think Kirk is so under – so underrated still. I think he has some good years of football left and if the Vikings can put together on defense finally, I think they're
0: going to be a good team. Even after last year's 13 and 4 record. They so weren't they weren't a- they weren't the record though. I don't uh, think. Oh, well, yeah,
1: I know. I feel like the Vikings were more of they they they, they were cl- Kirk Cousins isn't clutch, but he's win- he won the most like close scored games of the year the team right. did. I mean, I they're not thir- they weren't a 13 4 team, but they won the games they had to. I mean, they got. I mean, they got completely embarrassed at home by the Giants after the uh, after they squeaked one out against them. But then they came back and just. I don't know. Just a tough. That was a tough. Uh, that was a tough game for them. I think if they can put the defense together though, take a little bit of the, sh- the stress off uh, Jay Jettas and Kirk Cousins, and find someone to replace Dalvin Cook. This team could go back to I am not gonna give them 13 and four. They're not gonna all obviously you can't squeak out all those wins again like they did. I mean they went on a really good run there, but 11 and six, 10 and seven, not far out of the picture. It I think they could easily take it. Just kind of depends on what the lines do. I feel that's I don't think they'll I don't think the NFC North will have a uh, losing team win the division though. Ends yeah.
0: So so I'm gonna go real quick. Uh, Cowboys. I'm I'm gonna ask you your number one thing you're looking forward into okay. this year. For me, for the Cowboys, uh, it, it's tough just because I, I, I don't know. That's, yeah. that's the thing. I don't know where we stand. What? I don't know what's going on. Right. You get the Zach Martin rumors, him holding out. Tony Pollard still all question marks everywhere. Yep. I Hell, I'm seeing tweets about we're going to get Zeke back. <laughs> but, you know, they're just going to flip-flop. I think for us – it, it, it's history that that is the one thing I'm don't repeat it <laughs> history will not repeat itself if it's not the Eagles it's one of us three but um yep. yeah that history is the number one thing I'm looking forward to uh for you Washington commanders as of right now what is the one thing you were looking forward to going into the 2023 NFL season
1: this offense I want to see this offense finally thrive again like it did with Jay Gruden uh I want to put up I want to put up fucking points i tired. I love I love defense, but after watching three seasons of Ron Rivera, it's it's 70 to 10 wins. It's 20 to 14 wins. I I I'm tired of it. I want to I want to see some sc- I want to see some scoring. I want to see this offense. I and mean, we have the pieces. We've just we Scott Turner. You know you know how much I hate that guy. I mean he was the texts uh, and the gosh th- the man. voice messages. Scott Turner maybe. One of the worst offensive coordinators I've watched as a uh, fan of this team. And uh, bringing in Eric Bianami is going to be, like I said, huge. I think. Is he better
0: than Mike McCarthy? Who? Uh, Scott Turner? No. Okay.
1: No, I think my is better. I think my is better.
0: That's not saying much. No,
1: it's but not. It's but, uh, not out there. I think with these pieces we got, we, we have to. You saw you saw in that Jacksonville game, first game of the season, I thought we were going to be an electric offense. I mean, right. first drive of the se- game, we went down, scored like that. I mean, we were getting Antonio Gibson out of the backfield, running like 15 yards, doing cutting out to the, out to the sidelines, catching balls. I didn't see that the rest of the year, though. So I don't know what happened. I guess we we're like, ah, I guess we're not going to use utilize our players correctly. Yeah. Um, we have the pieces. I think this team could be something special this year. I think we're really under we're uh, underrated by a lot of people just because of uh, the history. Now, uh, I'll just tell people that if the offense is uh, on fire, I mean, you don't even. I'm I'm not worried about the defense. That that is a well put together group. One of the best defenses I've seen. Probably one of the sorry, top five in the NFL. I'm not worried about them. If this offense catch, catches fire early and we go on, a, we start off the season 3-1, everybody should be watching out because we are going to be coming for blood after that.